What's going on, guys? Clarkson Stove. Um, shout out my dad and his and uh, Jimmy Arena, Kevin Singleton, and Scott Youngblood for coming on, having the old head pod to start off a rivalry week. Zach and I now are going to take you through the most beautiful week in college football outside of postseason. The reason why college football is so much better than the NFL rivalry week. We're going to do our biggest rivalry games, as well as some games that might not be rivals, but they're big games with implications in this week as well. Before we dive into that, um, I would like to say they just announced today that the NCAA video game is being pushed back another year to next summer, 2024. They said it will include players, current players. So to piggyback off of this, let us know, and Zach, you let me know, who you think is the most OP player so far to be in the NCAA video game. And I'm going to tell you who mine is, and it sounds weird. Obviously, like you have like Johnny Menzel and those guys, but if you do the updated rosters, my guy used to be Bryce Love on Stanford. I'd put him in on pump return and kick return, and I would score every single time. I don't know what it was, but his vision was nasty. That was my OP player. Yeah, um, I'll also give a shout-out to my dad. Shout-out, Dad, for uh, not pulling out. Um, <laughs> I'm here. So, nice. hell yeah, hell yeah, Ken Watts, legend in my eyes. Um, for me, it's I'm going to take it back to where the NCAA games began for me, and that is NCAA 05 with a pit. I'm pretty sure it was Larry Fitzgerald on the cover. I think the first one I played was either 04 or 06 and had Hawaii on the cover. Oh yeah, that Cole Brennan era. But yeah, yeah I think my I think mine was when Larry Fitzgerald put a pit pre-dreads. He was on the cover. Um, that was still when uh, Reggie Bush was in the game. And let me tell you, playing with USC was not even fun because I would literally take every single halfback stretch, ninety-nine yards. Yeah, um, that's, now, that's what I would do, Bryce Love, bro. If you just juke the, the outside linebacker, you're gone. Now, given. I was probably seven years old, so the difficulty was probably on easy, which meant the defense was probably mentally disabled uh, in that regard. So maybe my uh, view of it is just a little skewed. But, um, yeah, I'm going to stick with that uh, Reggie Bush. By the way, if they don't reinstate his Heisman, this is all bullshit. They already uh, bullshit. they already denied it. Yeah, bullshit. Don't you know care. the fun fact, too, on top of that, Zach, to make it even more bullshit? You know they they – in technicality, they didn't take his Heisman from him. He gave it to them before they even yeah. asked for it. He goes, just take it. Yeah, and um, ENCAA technically gets no bitches, but yes, on a technicality, they still get no bitches. Um, outside of that, I want to go on a little tangent here about what makes a rivalry game. And I feel like there's a lot of implications that make a true rivalry. Because we have our, our kind of like bullshit ones. But let's dive into it. Number one, I think the biggest factor in all rivalries where rivalries are truly born is you have to be good. Um, Georgia, Georgia to Tech. Extent, to an extent. To an yeah, extent. Georgia, Georgia Tech, just because you're both in Georgia, not a rivalry game. Georgia Tech, you suck. Um, this is not when you beat Cumberland 212 to nothing. Or beyond that. I, Yo, but, but at the same time, it's like, these teams are playing for state bragging rights. Like, the, if you, the winner of that game is the number one team in the state, if the winner of Florida, Florida State is the number one team in the state, like you're playing for state dominance. Here's another thing. This is where I also believe what makes a true rivalry born. There has to be at least one brawl 
and a big brawl. There has to be a little bit of hatred. There has to be hatred. Yeah, whether it be you are shit-talking each other because in Florida, Florida State's case, they've always been relatively close to one another. Usually, if you didn't get accepted to one school, you went to the other. Both were big party schools, yada, yada, fight to the death. You play for – and both teams are good enough to where, like, oh, usually when they played at the end of the year as a top-10-ranked matchup, it was big. They had national title implications on the line. You want to look at Alabama-Auburn. The Bowl, the kick six. Kick six. You look at the legendary matchups that have been there. Cam Newton. Cam on. Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. The first time we saw uh, uh, Mac Jones start. Exactly. All of these implications go into rivalry game. And here's the biggest one of them all. The stupidity of the collegeness that is involved. You know, when you look at Blue Mountain State, what did they do? They stole their rival's mascot and killed it. Look at look at FSU UF. There's always some bullshit between the two colleges that someone probably ends up getting arrested for. That's just how it is. Someone likes to push it too far. That's the beauty of the college life. Double-edged blade. Exactly. With that being said, we have some rivalry games that we feel have been deemed fit for our liking. And some rivalry games that may be born this week. Grayson, would you like to start us off with our first rivalry? Start us off, guys. Thursday, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to everyone that listens or supports us. Um, We're not where we want to be yet, but we're a lot farther than where we were this time last year. And that's all that matters because the only person you're trying to beat is who you were yesterday. So thank you, guys. Uh, Hopefully... We can rock and get get a bigger clocks, fam. Um, but yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanksgiving game. Usually, you talk about NFL. There's a lot of NFL games. We have the Egg Bowl between Mississippi State and Ole Miss coming in at number twenty. Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a favorite, minus two and a half. The over under is set at fifty nine point zero. This rivalry game was first played in nineteen oh one. The winning team is rewarded with a golden egg trophy. Old Miss leads 64-45 to 6 all time. And Old Miss is 6-4 and four in the last 10. Um, this is an interesting game because it's kind of like, I don't know, no one really cares about it. But at the same time, it's like there's so much attention on Lane Kiffin. It kind of you're kind of intrigued to see how Old Miss plays this game. You know? Because it's like he's going and he's like, I ain't going nowhere. And it's just like, and he also have a horrible reputation of going. It's like who knows? And then you got Mike Leach, who's just like eating corn on the sideline, not knowing what's going on, you know, like, so a game of good personalities, a lot of talent. Mississippi State's, a, uh, I made, a, I made a comment the other day on an Instagram post that was like South Carolina's most random team in the SEC. And someone was like, what about Mississippi State? That's, they might, it might be a tie, honestly, but, uh, I, I don't really know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Ole Miss minus two and a half just because it's at home. Yeah, a little history here. Um, the Golden Egg didn't actually start to come into play until 1927, when in uh, 1926, Ole Miss broke its 13 game losing streak against Mississippi State. And what happened was they had rushed the field, and Mississippi State didn't like that. So what they did was is they met the Ole Miss fans out on the field and proceeded to beat the living shit out of each other to the point where when they played the next year, 
the athletic directors came to a compromise and said, look, if we don't give one of these teams a trophy, we're going to kill each other. Um, and that thus it was birthed the golden egg trophy. But then I believe in like 1970 ish, um, both teams played when they were non bowl eligible. And then it became the egg bowl because you can't be golden when you both suck. Um, shout out them. Personally, I would like this to be called the Obesity Bowl um, or the Domestic Assault Bowl, but I feel like we would have some issues with promoting domestic violence. So with that being said, I'm going to lean towards obesity. Mississippi and the state is ranked number one in fat people. I've been there. I've seen the fatness for myself. You're all fat. Don't try to come at me. Even if you did, catch me if you can, you fat fucks. Um, I'm going to rock with the Toothless Bowl because I feel like this is probably the most – hillbilly bowl game out of all of them in my opinion. that's fire and you can get a disney how to train your dragon sponsorship if you oh made it. yes <laughs> look at that marketing zach watts good job yeah um sign me espn i know your ncaa game is gonna severely disappoint me because it's gonna be a madden reskin don't kill me um, it's literally gonna be madden just with ncaa jerseys on yes um i would cry regardless i'm rolling with you Ole miss minus two and a half Let's be honest, Mike Leach probably going to be coming out of his Thursday class, whatever he leads, probably like leadership and warp tactics, even though oh, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be leaving his like class. Oh, wait, no, class. Yeah. knowing Mike Leach, he'll probably have a Zoom class because he's like, oh, this is like important knowledge. Um, yeah. Shout out your teachers if they do that. Um, drop their class. But yeah. Regardless, Ole Miss is probably going to build on their lead in this. They are the ranked team. Um, normally, I would go with the underdogs in most ranked matchups. However, I think Lane Kiffin um, is just that guy, and he probably is very much looking forward to a Thanksgiving turkey and to whoop that ass, per se. But, yeah, let's just roll with that. Our next game coming in, we have our Friday night. Not a rivalry game, but an important game. Number 19, Tulane versus number 21, Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming in at a minus two favorite over under set at 46 and a half. Not a rivalry game. Winner is guaranteed AAC championship game. Loser is not. As let me pull up the real quick because I was looking at it. If we look at the American Athletic Conference, Cincinnati and Tulane are in the one and two spot at six and one in the conference, but the loser will drop to six and. Yeah, so, so the potentially you'll have UCF, Houston, and the loser of this game all be 6-2. and two. Mm. So, yeah, so who knows what's going to go on with that. But there is a little bit of history, although there's not a rivalry. There is some history behind this. Um, Tulane leads all-time matchups 11-7 since he's currently on a four-game win streak against the Green Wave. And they first played in 1909, Zach Watts. What do we think about this game? At Cincinnati, um, by the way, on noon. At, at noon on ABC. Yeah. Um, you know, we said this wasn't a bowl game, but this is a this is a unique opportunity to create a rivalry. You know, you need you need some team pride if you want to bring recruits in. You need something that the kids are fighting for year in, year out. You know, both these teams are ranked in the top 25. There's conference implications on the line. 
you know, if I was either Tulane or Cincy, you know, if you're bringing recruits to the game, maybe look up an opposing player's girlfriend or two, maybe say some shit in the locker room, you know, call, call This is a big over. game. This is a really big game. Yeah, you know, just talk a little shit because you never know. if. Because I'm going to be honest, if I was a recruit watching this game and I randomly saw a great football matchup and then following the game, just a bunch of guys just at each other's necks, just beating the shit out of each other, I might commit. I might be like, you know what? I want to beat the shit out of that guy next year. Dude, I, Tulane came out of freaking nowhere, man. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Um, they lost a freaking Southern Miss this year. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. If there's one thing that Ohio natives, specifically in Cincinnati, and NOLA natives, specifically to Tulane, you know what they both share in common? Consuming alcohol. Yes. I would call this the Margarita Bowl. Or the Booze Bowl. Booze Bowl. That's booze fire. Bowl. That is fire. The Booze um, Bowl. We will be calling this the Booze Bowl. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Trademark that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, shout out us. We're obviously way better than any of these fucks that actually yeah. run these programs. The um, Booze Bowl. But yeah, anyways, like, who are you taking in the Booze Bowl? I'm going to take Tulane. I don't know why. I just like their uniforms better. But I, you know, Cincy should win this game. But that's Dude. the beauty of rivalry. Oh, usually bro. don't win it's games. It's not even close. rival. It is now. It is the booze bowl. Dude, I'm rocking with Cincy, homie. <laughs> Let's do it. I Let's like it. Luke Fickle. This is the first time Tulane's ever really had, like, attention on them and played in big games like this. They say nothing new for Cincy and Luke Fickle. They've been doing it for the past two to three years. As well as it's in Cincinnati, it's going to be freaking probably snowing. It's going to be cold as shit. These are a bunch of southeast southern boys in Tulane and Louisiana. It's, they're not going to go up there and do anything that Cincinnati hasn't seen before. I think Tulane's good. I don't think they're bad. I just think it's their first time on the show. I think Cincinnati's going to show their expertise. Cincinnati got upset at UCF. That shit sucks. It's hard. It's a hard win. Hard loss. Tulane lost at home to UCF. And Cincinnati's only other loss is freaking Arkansas, who was week one of the season when they were discussing it out of KJ Jefferson. Give me Cincinnati. Let's disagree this week, Zach. I like it. Yeah. Uh, UCF also, rivals ourselves this yes. week. Yes. Um, learn to love thy neighbor, um, but keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Another thing I will say, UCF did lose to Navy. So shout out UCF. For, shout out our armed forces. Yeah. Shout out UCF, though. For continuing to suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Florida fuck State. all those UCF fans that are like, oh man, we want to play Florida State in a bowl game because we want to see what we want to prove we're the best team. We want to prove we're the best team. Yeah. Couldn't even beat, they had one pass play. You know that? Did you know that? Fun fact? You know they had zero passing yards? Yeah. So does that mean, was Gus Malzon just like, and I'm not shit talking Gus Malzon. I like Gus Malzon. I just hate UCF. But is that mean, is that mean he was just like, listen guys, I know they haven't thrown the ball. But I'm telling you, if you could just trust me, this next play is the one they're going to throw it. I promise you guys, we looked at all the film. We've done everything right. Just believe this next one, they will throw it. Cover four, maybe just runs option. <laughs> like, <laughs> makes no sense, bro. Yeah. No, it's literally, it's one of those things where you get psyched out so bad. You're like, there's no way they only run the ball. Yeah. 
it's like fourth quarter. There's no time left. And he's like, they're one path. It's like, gotta be now. You can't go hold. Like, yeah, like, Gus Malzahn must have been like, it has to be against the rules to, like, not attempt to pass. Like, that's got to be illegal. They just bullied them, bro. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I think my my brain says Cincy, but I feel like the spread would have been larger. If, if the spread was larger, I would have taken it. Because then I'd be like, all right, at least Vegas knows that, like, since he's supposed to whoop that ass. But because Vegas put it at minus two, they know something. It's going to be minus two. It's going to be a close game because the weather's going to be shit. Yeah, it's going to be a one point. It's going to be a one point. So give me Cincy money line, boy. All right. I'll, let's do that. I'll, I'll ride with that. That's that's our compromise. Um, our next game. This is where I have a problem. Can you really call yourself a rivalry if your rivalry game is just called – team versus team rivalry, I, I think that's bullshit. And that features NC State versus number 18, UNC. Uh, UNC is minus six and a half point favorites. The over-under is set at 56. Look, the North Carolina-NC State rivalry game, that is bullshit. So we're going to be working on some reworks. Personally, when I lived in the state of North Carolina, I thought of three things. Rednecks, hillbillies, and mountains. Now, what do all those three things have together? Moonshine. This is the Moonshine Bowl. And Moonshine I, Madness. Moonshine Madness. Why not? Why not? I like it. I'm all right with it. Um, let's get some quick little facts out there for you. These teams first faced off in 1980 or 1894. That's probably when Prohibition was. So let's be honest. Moonshine Madness is fitting pretty damn well into this matchup. Um, I think Prohibition was a little after. So yes. Whatever. Um, I am going to spread misinformation to fit my um, narrative. And guess what? I'm actually teaching our fans how to do their own journalism. So, nice. nice. Yeah. So that's how I'm covering my ass. Yeah, if you think I'm lying, episodes will start being $29.99. Yes. Um, <laughs> for the life coaching. Yeah. Um, my source is that I made it the fuck up. And you can, you can fact check me on that. How about that? How about them apples? Um, but yeah, I'm personally taking UNC minus six and a half. NC State doesn't have their starting quarterback. UNC is probably going to fail me in this. They will fuck me. Um, I'm willing to accept that, but I, I just can't go and I, I can't go believing an NC State team that doesn't have a QB. Yeah, I um um also yeah, I like the Moonshine Bowl. I think it's stupid to not have a a, t- a name. I think it's very dumb. I understand UNC is the favorite, but it's in like it doesn't feel like they're the favorite. It feels like NC State's the favorite, you know, especially with them coming off the Georgia Tech loss. With that being said, I'm gonna rock with UNC because I agree with Zach. UNC, regardless of if they're good or not, they can put points on the board, and NC State can only win low scoring games, and that's what's happened since they lost their quarterback. I think Drake May and them are gonna just like. I think it's gonna be a fucking ugly ass game because both teams suck. They're very overrated. UNC looks good because they played nobody in the ACC. Um, but I think that I think that the ability to keep scoring on drives when NC State's going to the three and out, or, or they're not going to three and out, but like they're not going to finish. I think UNC is going to going to tally up some points and they're going to win that game. Yeah, I like that. Um, Minus six no, and a half, though. Yeah, it is. It is a stretch, um, but I feel like it's a trap if we take NC State. I feel like I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Um, possible awards. You know, there's no trophy given out for this game. I don't like I think, that. I actually believe they do a Governor's Cup. I think they're one of the states that do a Governor's Cup. 
Ah. Which is just like it's literally a, called the North Carolina's Governor's Cup, and they just give you like a cup trophy. Holy shit! Can the state of North Carolina be any more fucking bland? Yeah, um, they already are. Um, yeah, you're. Oh wow, just pathetic. Uh, disgraceful. We will demand better of you. Otherwise, we will not cover you. Um, Dude, worst case, just make Duke UNC the the game for the week. Like, why not? Like. See, I would have preferred that because then when you would have said um, Moonshine Madness, it plays into March Madness. And then it would have been like, oh, these are primary basketball schools giving it a little play-in vibe implications. Shout and out. Entendre. Is that what you would say? Play on words? Yes. And entendre. Um, right, so look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Just great week. Speaking of great weeks, how about a great game? Um, you know, you want to talk about the game of the week. The reason why it's Mr. Fish's background. It's the reason why we bring on our old heads to talk some shit. It's the reason why we wake up in the morning and cry and loss and cheer and victory. It's why you literally don't become friends with certain kids growing up because they root for the opposite. You don't wear these colors because they're the opposite. You don't draw them. Like, I remember being a kid, I wouldn't have my blue and orange colored pencil be next to each other. You know, you you, you have a burning hatred for the school, a burning hatred for the people. Everything it represents instilled into your DNA. And that's the, the sunshine showdown between yeah. the Florida State Seminoles and the University yeah. of Florida Gators. You, you know... I was going to say I was a little bit slower of a child. So rather than put my orange and blue next to each other, I would just eat my orange Crayola. Um, I was more of the eat your crayons kid. <laughs> you were actually that kid? No, but I just thought <laughs> What about Play-Doh? Did you ever eat Play-Doh? I did try. But I heard a rumor uh, that like – Dude, put- it looks so gas, but it's – it's clay, you know. So. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget that, like, one third grader that was like, yo, you know, if you pour Gatorade in your Play-Doh and let it sit, like, it actually tastes like candy. And I was like, yeah, Bro, that's fire. What? You, pro- you might have liver cancer. Yeah. <laughs> tastes shit. like fried sand sandwiches. Um, outside of that, oh, back man. to the topic at hand. Look, this game is almost as funny as our jokes, because let's be honest, this is going to be a Beat down yeah, in my eyes. Um, Florida State probably won't cover the minus nine and a half. Um, but I do I even want to say Florida plus nine and a half? I feel like no, that's just no, disrespectful. No. It's Florida State minus nine and a half at yeah. FSU. If you need to know more, go to the old heads pod. We did a whole fucking podcast yeah. for this specific that's game. It. Yeah, you know, originally on that pod, I had said Florida was probably going to cover nine and a half, but now that it's rivalry week, I can't fucking stand just saying the University of Florida is going to cover any bet. Suck my balls, um, Davis. Would you? What? What would you keep the name? Sunshine Showdown. You know, I was pondering this. It seems a little underwhelming, consider the implications that have gone into this in the past. However, I don't even know what I would call this. Um, yeah, I know it's kind of hard. Usually when I think of the state of Florida, everyone thinks we are crackheads, but I am we're insane. I gotta be honest. Every Floridian native is somewhat insane. Um we're I don't I don't know if Florida leads the country in anything other than oh the rest. By the way, the winner of this trophy receives uh the McCullough trophy, which is like 
it's a it's a Native American on a knee, like kneeling in front of a gator. And then also the winner of this game is going to get the um, Florida Cup, which is like the Governor's Cup, and it goes to the best team that year in the state between Florida, Miami, and FSU. That's not what we're playing for, though. You know what we're playing for. We play for that fucking gator head, baby. When we win that game, we ah! take that gator head and we raise it above our heads and scream. And everyone's like, ah! Yeah, uh, another thing um, – a good friend of ours, Reed Martin, was able to share some story with us earlier this week about how normally um, Osceola, who is the Florida State mascot, rides in on Renegade, um, the horse. Normally, you plant the spear to show that, I guess, you're ready for, like... For battle, I think. Yeah, you're ready for battle. However, if you dismount your horse, according to the uh, according to Native Americans... You dismount your horse before planting the spear. That is an indication of wartime. Um, and I'm going to be honest, that is so fucking hard. Um, and he only, are, and wait, wait, where you're going with this, he only gets off his horse for the Florida game. Yes, yes. He, he rides it into the 50-yard line and throws it down every game. But for the Florida game, he dismantles and raises it up. Everyone goes, and then he spears it. Dude, I am getting goosebumps. I'm so excited for Friday. Oh yeah! Holy shit, guys! Dude, I'm gonna that- try to post as much as I can under the story if I have service and stuff. But oh my gosh, it's gonna be so much fun! Yeah, that is forever gonna be legendary. Um, Florida State by far has the best traditions of any college football team in the country. You can fact check me on that because I know I'm not wrong. Um, we have the best theme song. We have the best war chant. We have the best mascot. We have the best football team. We will make the college football playoff. Mark my words. Uh, not this year, next year. Don't call me out. Um, outside of that, yeah, nothing much more to say. Check out our old heads pod. That was fun as shit. Moving on, this is where I have an issue with rivalry games. Because starting off Saturday, we have the engineering school of Georgia Tech taking on the actual football school of the University of Georgia, who is probably going to win this game 70 to nothing. Um, I'm going to take the over. Whoa, whoa, it's called, though. The clean, old-fashioned hate rivalry. First played in 1893, Georgia leads 69-41-5. They're 8-2 in the last 10, and uh, I could not find a trophy on it. But as crazy as it sounds, I think you take UGA minus 35.5. Yes, and I would easily take the over because I think Georgia is going to put up over 49 points. Like yeah, by the people that are like, well, look how they handled UNC's offense. That's not Georgia. Georgia's going to run through them. Yeah. And it's uh, at Georgia. Yeah, here's another thing. Georgia Tech, I used to respect them because they were like one of the last teams that ran the triple option. Um, and then they, 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 abandoned, they abandoned what was left. Now you have guys like Sims trying to throw the ball. I don't like it. See, this is what I have a problem. You can be a shitty football school, but if you're unique, I will respect you because I'll be like, hey. Unless you're UCF. Unless you're UCF. You're just – you're stupid and I hate you. Um, you're a school of 70,000 kids. That's not a school. That's a city. The fact that you tried to submit an appeal to have UCF be in its own zip code – shows that you're all entitled entitled little shits. Yeah, um, also, uh, fuck Frank Fury. Yes. Haven't seen that kid in forever. 
don't even know what he's doing. But he goes to UCF now. I do know that. Yeah, so fuck you, Frank. I do know he posts workout videos. He was supposed Shout to go to FAU, and he chose to go to UCF instead. So fuck you, Frank Fury. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, outside of that, back to Georgia Tech UGA, I'm trying to think of what we could call this bowl. But quite frankly, I don't even think it would matter because I don't even think Georgia players give a shit. Um, you do the the battle the the battle for the animal kingdom. You got yellow jackets versus dogs. You know, wait, was Stonewall Jackson from Georgia? Oh, I want to say Virginia. Um. Yeah, yeah, his his statues in Richmond, Virginia. I don't know why, but whenever I think of Stonewall Jackson, I think of um, what's his face from Anchorman when he played oh, like the yeah, Stonewall. Uh, uh, He's in Step Brothers. Louis C. Riley. Yeah, Louis C. Riley. Uh, you know what? Let's just call it the Louis C. Riley Bowl. Um, yeah, fuck it. It has no it. nothing to do with anything, but I like it. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the Step Brothers Bowl because that's what this feels like. These aren't even real brothers. This feels like that's a step- very very good bowl game. I like that. Write that down. Write that down. Jamie, write that down. Jamie, write that down. Um. Yeah, the Step Brothers Bowl. Um. What they'll do every year is is the winner gets a free DVD copy of Step Brothers, and Will Ferrell may or may not expose himself in their locker room to all the teams. Um, that's the best I can come up with. Will Ferrell, you're probably going to be screwed into that for the rest of your life. So just know that you get free tickets to a Georgia-Georgia Tech game every year. So you're welcome. Yeah, he's a USC um, boy. Yeah. Um, I, I could care less about the state of California. Um, Next game yeah. is – Honestly, the only game that I wouldn't change the name because it is the game. Yes. And that is number three, Michigan, headed to the horseshoe. Play number two, Ohio State. Ohio State coming in at a minus seven and a half, over under set at 57. Zach Walker. Okay. I'm very upset. Um, I got to be honest because as much as I enjoy watching Ohio State football, I would love more than to look – I would love nothing more than to look forward to a competitive matchup between Ohio State and Michigan. Um, that That's what you look forward to. This is what rivalry week's all about. There's a ton of hatred between both teams going into it at the end of the year. You know, thinking back on it of all the great memories, you have the brawl – you have the brawls in Ann Arbor because they share the tunnel like a bunch of idiots, which honestly I hope they never change because the fact that they have to share a tunnel – just means they're asking for some bullshit. Um, and then when it's at the horseshoe, you just know shit's going down. Um, even not so long ago, we had that one player that did the double middle fingers. When they when he walked out, he got kicked out of the game. with a Double flicked everyone off. That's legendary. Yeah. Um, but here's my problem. This is a good hate rivalry. It's a great yeah. rivalry. Great rivalry. Perfect amount of hate. My problem is Blake Corum, one of the country's best running backs, isn't going to be He's playing. He's their entire offensive production. And it kind of kills me because so I Jim was, Harbaugh stated that he has no update and it will be a game time decision. But one of but offensive lineman Ryan Hayes slipped up in an interview and said, "Yeah, we've been preparing to play without him. Like we've been prepping all week to not have him." So they're fucked. Yeah, so they're fucked. They're really fucked. Yeah. Unless they make it a really ugly, low scoring, boring game, but that have to be at Michigan. I don't see them doing that at Ohio State. Yeah, um, um, they're fucked. 
Ohio State's going to beat them. Um, I had something else I was going to say. I can't remember. I think I just think Ohio State's way better, man. You know, and they barely beat Illinois, and Illinois is legit. They're not bad, but like, I will say though, this game don't need a trophy. You, so there's not a trophy, but here's some actually some fun things. Now that you brought that up, Zach, um, it's the thirteenth top five matchup between these teams ever. As well, I got a little fun fact, statistic stuff for you right here. Thirteenth time that these teams have been um, ranked in the top five. Dude, I can't find it now. Give me a second. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. Between these two teams, Michigan national titles, Michigan with 11, Ohio State with eight, Michigan with one playoff appearance, Ohio State with four, Michigan with 49 bowl appearances, Ohio State with 53. Postseason record, Michigan's 21-28, Ohio State's 26-27. 20 Rolls Bowls for Michigan, 16 Rolls Bowls for Ohio State. Eight wins for Michigan, nine for Ohio State with Rolls Bowls. Big 10 titles, divisional titles, two for Michigan, 10 for Ohio State. Big 10 overall titles, 43 for Michigan, 39 for Ohio State. 85 All-Americans, 90 All-Americans for Michigan than Ohio State. Three, tro- three Heismans for Michigan, seven from Ohio State. And their all-time winning percentage is 731 for Michigan, 734 for Ohio State. Two extremely historic programs, which is why I think it's it's the best. I think it's the second best college football rivalry outside of the Iron Bowl. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think if Michigan can make it ugly, they're going to be all right. I would personally buy the half and take Ohio State minus seven. Yeah. Um, I would just take him out right at seven and a half. I mean, if Corn isn't playing, I don't really see what chance Michigan really has. Ohio State's defense is just stout, and now that they don't really have to worry about the run as much, can kind of just slow down the passing game. Oh, yeah, dude, when you said they're both ranked in the top five, it's always a 30, 27, 42, 39, 2014, 14, 6, 21, 14, 12, 10, 10, 10, 21, 14. Like it's they're close games, bro. Yeah. It's always gonna be close. Um, that's the beauty of rivalry games. I I like it. it it's gonna be one of the games you sit down for and you're not going to change your channel. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's going to be electric. And, I mean, hopefully I'm awake for it because I'm going to be partying after Florida State wins. Likewise, um, I don't blame you. Um, I will say, though, I will be up the day after to watch Team USA take on England. Um, that is our biggest rivalry for rivalry week. Um, we will never let them forget that we whooped their ass in a war with a bunch of Nobody's. Um, you had a 13 colony lead and you blew it. So to all my British folks out there, go go fill up your plate with some beans, mm-hmm. toast, go eat fish and chips, mate. Call each other bros. Go smoke a ciggy. And enjoy that tiny little shithole you live on while we get this beautiful fucking country. Number one in wars one. That's the only stat that matters. We're the baddest of them all, bro. Fuck we a dropped, soccer. Fuck we a dropped soccer. two nukes. Fuck a soccer. Yeah. It's called soccer now. Fuck your football. 
Sorry. Yeah, moving on uh, to our next game, we have the Palmetto Bowl between South Carolina, number seven, Clemson. Clemson coming in at a minus 14.5, over-under set at 52. Winner gets the Palmetto Trophy, which is just like a Palmetto tree. First meeting was in 1896. Clemson leads 72-42-4. Clemson's on a seven-game win streak. Clemson is 7-3 and three in their last 10. And you're going to be like, oh, Grayson, why is Clemson 14 and a half? Didn't South Carolina just destroy Tennessee? First of all, they got lucky because Spencer Rattler's absolute dog shit. It was at South Carolina. Hennon Hooker got hurt. I do not see them going into Clemson and doing that. Clemson's hard, hard, hard place to win at. Hard place to win in Death Valley. I'm taking Clemson. 14 and a half is uh, – fuck, dude, actually – I'm going to go with South Carolina plus 14 and a half. I think Clemson will win. I don't think they, they, they cover 14 and a half. Their offense just isn't good enough to win by set by 17 points or even 15 points. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not crediting South Carolina. I'm discrediting Clemson. Yeah. Cause here's my issue on one end of it. I look at South Carolina and I'm like, I don't think you could repeat what you did at Tennessee. Tennessee already had a suspect. It wasn't at Tennessee, though. It was at home. This is at Clemson. Yeah. Um, But even when they – even when Tennessee played Florida, they let Anthony Richardson throw for 400 yards, so their defense has always been suspect. Um, I think Clemson's defense is a little better. I think Spencer Rattler is going to be forced into a multiple interception game again. Yes. Um, But I don't think – I don't – sorry to interrupt you. I don't think Clemson's offense – this isn't to me. This isn't a game between South Carolina's offense and Clemson's defense. It's a game between Clemson's offense, and South Carolina's defense. Yeah, uh, I just don't know what form of DJ, um, DJU. Yeah, DJU. I just don't know what DJU we're gonna get. Are we gonna get the DJU where you know he can actually complete some contested passes? You know, with some pressure in his face. If Carolina's even able to put pressure in his face. Um, is he, or are we going to have to pull him in the third quarter because he has four turnovers? I, I really don't know. That's going to be the real, real big deciding factor in this. I'm going to have to agree with you, though. I want to take South Carolina plus 14 and a half. I think it's just too much of a risk to think Clemson is going to cover by that much. Again, it's a rivalry game. Um, a lot of things happen. And I, it would be silly of us to think there'll be a blowout. You know, and Clemson's not right. beating people by that many points. They beat – they beat Louisville at 15. Crazy. But um, Notre Dame, they got waxed by. They beat Syracuse by six, and they beat Florida State by six. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the Palmetto Bowl name. I honestly would keep it. I've never been to South Carolina, nor do I know much about South Carolina, but I believe there are a lot of Palmetto trees because it's on their state flag. Yeah. I did. I was going to say that um, Palmetto is very fitting considering it is a part of their state flag. Um, really don't have to try too hard there. You know, this is also a good rivalry too, because it's one of those rivalries that get pushed under the rug. But like sometimes they knock each other out of like a big, like big playoff, like playoff contention or like a big bowl game contention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This next rivalry game, though, I would prefer if this was called. Well, first let me bring up the game: Louisville versus Kentucky. Um, this. Kentucky's minus three favorites over under set of 43. This is currently called the Kentucky's governor's cup. The trophy is the governor's cup. Um, look, 
By the way, that's just the lazy way of not calling it Louisville versus Kentucky rivalry. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. What this should be called, what this should be called is the Bourbon Bowl. That's good. Or or the Land versus Air Bowl. You got Wildcats versus Birds. Cardinals. I I see where you're coming from. I just think Kentucky's primarily known for their bourbon. Um I pretty much any bourbon I drink is from Kentucky, I feel like. That's just like kind of their staple. I forgot how hard um, you are, my bad. What? Said I forgot how hard you are, my bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, steady sipping bourbon. Yeah. Um, Yo, welcome to Tin Roof. What do you want to get tonight? You guys got any top notch bourbon? Yeah. Um, nah, I dude, we just got like natty lights and high dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let me get a let me get a rum and coke. And you're like, whoa. like whoa, this guy's yeah, never whoa. had a drink. Before. Yeah, this guy's never had a fucking drink before in his life. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, um, right, please. I'm gonna take Louisville. Money line, and let me tell you why. I think Will Levis is the most overrated quarterback in human history. Why he is a top five quarterback on anyone's board is bullshit. Bro, some people have him as the number one overall draft pick. Yeah, bro, it's only because he has a good frame and gets the ball out quick. That is no, 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 it's just his release time. That's why it's because it yeah. just zooms. Yeah, stop. But when you're when at, you're throwing picks, it doesn't fucking matter how fast it leaves your hands. Yeah, we call it we call it the pro day issue, uh, where a guy shines on pro day, a la um, John Ross, who ran, who broke the forty time and got drafted in the what second round, just no, no, because he ran the forty. Nothing. Yeah, nothing has he been on the field. Um, yeah, it's pathetic. It it, it just sucks to watch. Um, and I feel bad for Will Levis because honestly, he's probably a good ass dude. But the Not problem his fault, is, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe suck a little more obvious or be better. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I, he's I uh, seventeen touchdowns on ten picks this year, and he, yeah. some people are having the number one draft pick. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Um, Did he even stay another year. No, no. yeah, he's gone. Um, yeah, this game just sucks. I'm gonna take Louisville. Look, their defense has been playing amazing as of late. Um, they're solid as hell. I'm going to try to look. Um, no, their defensive front's disgusting. I remember when uh, I did the breakdown for the Wake Forest game and you told me I was smoking crack and I was obviously right because I'm just so much better at this than you are. Um, uh, their defensive front sevens are one of the best in the country. I'm pretty sure they have the leading sack leader. And I, I think their D-line overall leads the country in sacks. Their defensive, it's just pressure, dude. Their pressure's so good. I think they're going to whoop up on Kentucky. Um, my other thing I want to note, Zach, isn't it insane? First of all, shout out Norvell because I wanted Bob Stoops to be hired over you, and I talked a lot of shit, but you've obviously shown that you're better for the role. The other thing is this team is 6-5, and five, okay? There was a point in this season where I thought they were going to win the SEC. Like, what the fuck happened to Kentucky, dude? You know, losing to Vanderbilt will do that to you. Um, not only losing to Vanderbilt will do that to you, losing to South Carolina will South do Carolina, that to you. But in the South Carolina game, they didn't play Will Levis. Still think Levis sucks. Um, Yo, and I'm pretty sure he has negative rushing yards. He does. No, he. I think he suffers from the Peyton Manning disease. Um, 
Yes, you know, negative ninety-seven rushing yards this year. Um, we don't know how many yards Peyton Manning rushed for in uh, college. Let's hear it. Let me see. Ah, negative one hundred and eighty-one in his college career. Yo, but Will Levis has been pretty nice with it before this. I mean, two years at Penn State, he had over five hundred, and then no, he had almost five hundred. And then last year at Kentucky at three seventy six, and then this year is negative ninety seven. Jesus, Zach, I yeah, think okay. I could do that. I think I could I could be play quarterback in the NFL in college football and get less than negative ninety seven yards. Good God, negative one hundred and eighty one rushing and yards. And speaking on that, it shows how dog shit his O line is, and Louisville's defense is going to eat them up. They're, dude, Louisville's a good team. They're just, like, very inconsistent. I agree. But they're good. Um, like, they are good. Yeah. Shout out Bourbon Bowl. That is what I'm rolling with. Um, here's our next game. Um, this is another one of those games where it's the perfect epitome of what a I rivalry should be. I personally think this is the best rivalry in college football. Yes, always will be. Perfect name, perfect team. Like, just everything about it is just, like, when, like, on the eighth day when God created Earth, on the eighth day, he created the Iron Bowl. That, that's what's happening here. Um, it is Auburn versus Alabama. Number eight, Alabama opens up as minus 22 point favorites. Over-under set at 49. Um, look, we know all the implications. We know about kick six probably one of the greatest rivalry week moments of all time. Um, it's just so sad that Auburn is such a shit program right now. College football is more fun when Auburn's good. Yes, College football is more fun when the winner of this game is who goes to the SC championship. Yes, and the problem is, is that's not what we have. It's, just, it's not what we're dealing with. It's sad to see. It's not fun. It's annoying. I just don't get same thing that we said about UF. Same thing I'm gonna say right now with um, with uh, Auburn. Why the fuck did you fire Miles on, dude? I don't get that. Uh, I wish I had answers. I don't know. Um, obviously they were wrong about letting him go because you see where UCF is. Well, then again, they did lose to Davy. So UCF would beat Auburn right now, hundred percent. Really? Yes. Fair enough. I can't argue with that. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game. Alabama's pretty much spoken. Alabama's going to mop them. Like, there's nothing. Like, half I mean, those kids at Auburn don't even want to play in this game. They're, they're not going to a bowl game unless they somehow win, but they're not. And then, like, they don't even know their coaches. There's the lane train rumors, but then there's like relaying train saying no. Like, they have nothing to win for. Like, like there's no motivating factor for them to win. It's at Alabama too, which sucks. That's yeah, gonna really suck. Um, let's take Bama minus twenty two. Why not? Right? Fuck it, dude. I'll take it. Yeah. We'll give uh, Alabama. We'll give Alabama their love. Yeah. Screw it. Let's do it. Um, our next game, the Civil War. So actually, fun fact: they stopped calling it the Civil War in two thousand twenty because of. The, because they didn't want to refer to the Civil War, but like the reason is because both these schools have like a really historical value in the actual Civil War. Interesting. Yes, but I think the name Civil War is sick. By the way, 
I, yeah. I like that. I'd keep that name. Yeah, um, the fact that we have a Avengers movie called Civil War, I think you can get away with calling this the Civil War. Maybe. Yeah, also, the Civil War itself is that's, that's a historical thing. Like, it's a war that happened. You Changing your name doesn't make it not happen. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, personally, um, if I were to think of a name change, I would call it the Twilight Bowl, only because Twilight is only known for being shot in Eugene, Oregon. Ooh, um, nice, nice. Fun fact. Or the rain uh-huh. bowl because it rains so much from fucking Oregon. Yeah, I was trying to think of a play on words for rain though, because rain bowl is just kind of like lame. Yeah, we might as well just call it the thunder um, bowl. Thunder bowl. Yes. Um, you know, we could call it the lake bowl, considering it's Oregon ducks and Oregon State beavers. We have the duck and beaver. Yo, and you know, to make it even more fun on top of that, Zach, the winner of the Civil War gets a platypus trophy because a platypus is supposed to be like a mixture of the duck and the and the beaver. So we call it so we call it the Doofenshmirtz Bowl. Yes, I like that. Let's go. Yes. All right. Um winner will just get a Perry the pa- Perry the Platypus hat. But it's gold. Um, it's made out of gold. Yeah, made of solid gold, weighs like 40 pounds, will surely kill a child if it dropped on them. Um, the du- Doofenshmirtz Bowl, uh, trademarked, will now be played between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers. Um, personally, oh shit, I have a hard time trusting Oregon in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, I know, I hate talking about Oregon. But I, but I have to, I have to go Oregon minus three. I agree. I agree Oregon's going to win. I think it's going to be ugly as fuck, though. This Oregon State defense is good, dude. They only allow 20 points per game. Their defense has not been the issue this year. It's when their quarterback throws six fucking picks a game. That's been their issue. Their defense is good. It's at Oregon State. This 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 team, Oregon State, has been known historically to knock off high-ranked Oregon teams to ruin their seasons. I mean, obviously, Oregon season already got ruined. But I think Oregon wins, but I think it's an ugly ass, like fucking 20 to 14 game, probably even lower, like maybe like 17 to 13 game. Yeah, I agree. I like that. All right. The Doofenshmirtz Bowl. Yeah, I like that. The Doofenshmirtz Bowl. By the way, definitely the sickest trophy, though, a fucking platypus. Yeah, they should just have a live platypus on the field. I respect that. Maybe the platypus. Yeah, we only have what one, two, three, four, five games left. Um, here's another bowl game with a great name. Um, Minnesota versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus three and a half favorites over under at 36. This is called the Battle of Battle for Paul Bunyan's Axe. Sick. Isn't that sick? You um, get Paul Bunyan's axe when you win. Yeah, literally. Um now I'm kind of ashamed that it is not the same size as his axe, although that would probably be like an 80-foot fucking axe, um, and that would be probably hard as shit to produce every year, um, considering you would need 30 F-150s to transport it. However, speaking of the game at hand, um, this over-under is a joke, um, and I'm going to take the over. What is it, 36? 36. That Jack is- Watts, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You're, you're telling me it's not going to be 
It's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. Come on. I'll take it, but I want Wisconsin to win. I don't think they win. Um, I think that Michael Ibrahim is going to shred the defense, and yeah. I think it's going to be a very boring-ass game that Minnesota pulls through, and it's probably going to be down four in snow. But Wisconsin made a bowl game in a season they shouldn't have, so I'm going to take that as a win. Yeah. Um, you said it's going to be pouring snow? Uh, it, it could be. Let me let me check. No, nah, it's only going to be 50 degrees, it says. Oh, then yeah. Dude, I'm taking the over. What the? Give me the over. Um, And I'll take Minnesota money line. Fuck it. Give me Wisconsin because it's a very Wisconsin thing to do, though. It's very Wisconsin right. for them to win this game. Because when right. they're supposed to win, like last year, to go to the Big Ten Championship, they fucking lose it. And then this year, they're supposed to get mopped. They're going to win it. Yeah. Um. I do want to see real quick, though, Zach, if there's any implications for the Big Ten Championship at this game. I highly doubt it. Well, you're doubted wrong. If Minnesota wins and Iowa and Purdue lose, I'm pretty sure Minnesota. If the winner of this game wins and Iowa and Purdue lose. Wait, the winner of this game. The winner of this game would be tied for first place in the West with Iowa and Purdue if they lose. What about Illinois? Illinois, if they win too. But I think Illinois is playing Purdue. It's a four-way tie. Yeah. Huh. Shittiest one division power five. Yeah, I got to be honest. That has got to be the most lopsided conference in all of football. Like, how yeah, do you have – It's so bad. How do you have Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State in one side of the bracket and your other bracket is well, Iowa? Dude, you have seasons in Iowa. There's some seasons where, like, Northwestern, Iowa, and Wisconsin are all ranked pretty high. Like, the, it just – it all depends. Oh, that, that's wild. But, yeah, our next one is probably the newest one on here is number 25 UCF coming in at a minus 19-and-a-half favorite here in Tampa Bay, Raymond James at USF over under 69. The war on I-4, the trophy's like the – the, the symbol for the I-4, whatever the fuck you would call that landmine, Mark, whatever. Um, I-4. I think oh, UCF kills him. Yeah, not relatively close. This isn't going to be close. Um, you, you know, I think this game will forever be legendary, though, just because of that one matchup a couple years ago where, like, UCF ran a kickback in, like, the last second. It was, like, 50 to 50. It was like some crazy shit. I remember yeah, watching that, that game. That game was awesome. We watched that at your house. Yeah, I was like, what is happening right now? Um, That was legendary. I think UCF's going to wipe the floor with them. Dust miles on. Do your thing, dog. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe USF gets Deion Sanders. Maybe they get John Gruden. Maybe they get a, maybe they get a lot of coaches. Maybe that they get the clocks from the stove crew. Yeah, maybe they sign me as the team doctor. And I just give every one of them a bunch of cortisol shots. And I just feed them meth before the games and ensure that we make it to the playoffs. Um, I'm just saying, have we ever tried to see what a college running back looks like with a shot of rabies? No. Dad Castle. Hey, and Dad Castle was the number one overall draft pick. Just saying. Outside of that, though. Some quick ones to go over. Um, to be honest, I don't really give a shit. 
Grayson, if you were to just speed run these off, I'll kind of – Yeah, I mean, we just got number 13, Notre Dame, which is number five, USC. USC a minus five and a half, over-under set at 64 and a half. So it's like a set in stone, like tradition rivalry, but these two teams are just known to historically like run college football and play each other in big times every year. Um, Something in my gut, man, I was telling Zach, something in my gut is telling me Notre Dame's winning this game. There's just something. I don't know what it is, and I never feel this feeling, but there's something I'm feeling. I usually feel the opposite, but I, I for some reason, I think Notre Dame takes this from UFC. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree. And I sure. hate to say that because I hate both. I honestly hate both these teams, but I I just got a weird feeling that this is Notre Dame's time. For some reason, they're just hooping. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame's going to get it done for some unknown reason. I don't know what it's going to be. Caleb Williams is probably going to throw three interceptions, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's very weird. Very, very weird. Yeah, but anyways, our next game, Kansas versus Kansas, number 15, Kansas State. Kansas State, a minus 12 over under set at 62.5. Give me Kansas State. I like Kansas. They're a great story. They made a bowl game. They did what they were supposed to do. No one thought they would get that far. Lance Leipold, great coach, Wisconsin native. Um, but Kansas State's going to run through them. I just think they're they're just going to bully them. Kansas State's a really good team, and I believe they might be in the Big 12 championship. They win. Yeah. Um, my other thing is I wish this rivalry was called the Battle of Oz, just because when I think of the Wizard of Oz, I think I'm you're not in Kansas anymore. Exactly. Um, except you are in Kansas, bitches. Um, and this will be the Battle of Oz. So I like that. And then our last one, Washington coming in at a minus two over Washington State over under sixty one. Give me Michael Penix and Washington running up the scoreboard. And that is all I gotta say. GG's Zach Watts. Yeah, I was gonna say um Washington State Capital is Olympia, I believe. So um why not call it the Battle of Olympus? That's cooler. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, outside of that, I'm I'm gonna ride with our boy uh, Michael Penix Jr. Shout out eight one three. Um I have them winning. Kansas State's probably gonna win theirs and Notre Dame's winning theirs. But yeah, I got nothing more. That's all I got. Oh, I'm very sleepy today. Thank you guys. I'm college football rivalry week. Um, let's go Knowles, baby, and let's go Badgers.